Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. Interest rate hikes are doing what they're supposed to, cool the economy and help get inflation under control. But what's it like for businesses actually on the ground? My guest today has quite a different insight into the state of the economy because his job is to help protect other businesses from bad debts. Kirk Cheeseman is the Group Managing Director at National Credit Insurance, or NCI. Kirk, welcome to Fear and Greed. Thank you, Sean. Firstly, just tell us about NCI, National Credit Insurance, and how you gather your input into or your view of the economy through what you do. Sure. Well, NCI is a specialist trade credit insurance broker. And like you said, we assist businesses in protecting themselves against a bad debt. But with that, it comes with a lot of good intel and information that we receive on overdue amounts. If businesses are paying on time, uh, repayment plans, insolvencies, uh, collection actions. And with that data, we can form a good view of how businesses are traveling on the ground in the trade credit arena. Okay, so with that in mind and the macroeconomic backdrop that we've seen over the last week, we've had a slower retail numbers, we have inflation coming off, certainly job losses or at least the, the unemployment rate is still relatively low, so let's not overstate that, but certainly the uh, labour market's slowing. That's a macro picture. Kirk, what are you seeing? What do you think is happening on the ground? Well, personally, I still think we're in a washout phase from the pandemic period. So if I first take you back to March 2020, when when that occurred, everybody thought every business in Australia was going to go broke with lockdowns and not being able to operate in a, in a perfect world. So there was a lot of concern about businesses and their ability to pay. And of course, we had businesses go broke like Virgin and entertainment businesses, food and restaurants were really struggling through that, that lockdown period. But yeah. Then the government rode in on their horse and uh, were the white knight for that famous word stimulus, and they put lots of money into the economy. Uh, job keeper, job seeker, home builder, which created, unfortunately, uh, well, a good element for businesses, but it did create a false economy, which we're paying for now. So when you say washout, what we're seeing is not necessarily a reflection of exactly what's happening today. It's actually a reflection of what's happened in the last four years or so. Yeah, absolutely. So with, with the stimulus and protection mechanisms relating to insolvencies and bankruptcies, we saw insolvencies halve uh, during that pandemic period. And of course, natural elements of business is we're going to have insolvencies and people who are paying on time and can't pay on time. And that essentially ceased during 20 and 21. So at the back end of 22, we saw businesses starting to struggle. And of course, all those elements you talked about, cost elements, inflation, labour shortages, uh, increasing costs, all played a part in all of a sudden having all this extra cash through the stimulus to not having that. And that's now flowing through and washing out. So we're seeing businesses like Godfrey's become insolvent and that's due to, you know, during lockdowns people bought lots of kettles and toasters and coffee machines and now they don't need them. Uh, So we're seeing that wash through the economy and now we're seeing insolvencies back to normal levels or even higher than normal levels and also a lot of stress in the business world because collection actions and ATO requesting for taxes to be paid back now is really putting the heat on. Okay. Are there any particular sectors that you can highlight? You just talked about Godfrey's, the vacuum cleaner retailer, which 
has gone into voluntary administration and some of the stores are expected to shut in the next week or so. Is it those goods-style companies that are, are struggling more than services or what's what's the temperature there? Yeah, we typically see the, the leaders of uh, the insolvencies re- relating around the building construction sector. And, of course, with Home Builder, there was this massive upflow of building approvals then they, the builders had a lot of issues uh, because of labour costs and, and delays in, in supplies. So that's washing through now. Uh, so the building and construction industry typically lead the way when we see actions or problems with insolvencies. And with consumer spend slowing, like you mentioned, yes, uh, we're starting to see the retailers uh, undertaking some pressure. And even in the finance world where people were funding elements or or cash flow, we're starting to see labour hire, we're starting to see issues in those uh, sectors also. Stay with me, Kirk. We'll be back in a minute. I'm speaking to Kirk Cheeseman, Group Managing Director at NCI, that's National Credit Insurance. Are there any sectors that have sort of gone through it and come out of it and looking better? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we had many clients who, you know, like I said, in, in March 2020 went, oh, my God, this is going to be a real problem. And then actually they had high demand, price increases, so they, they saw activity and, and, and turnovers increase. That built up their cash flow, uh, people working from home, you, you know, the, the tech or IT laptops were bought at a high rate. So there was this massive spike of of demand and those businesses did extremely well. Now we're seeing that soften those sectors and that's where, you know, they don't have the same level of cash flow. So they're having to adjust to this washout period that's different from when they had uh, that demand and, and some support mechanisms from the government. When do you think we get back to normal, if there is such a thing as normal? Yeah, that's a very good question. I mean, we're still seeing collection actions really high. So in 2023 versus 2020, they're up 247%. So people or businesses aren't so forgiving at the moment. And then also the ATO putting on some pressure with, you know, they have to collect their money. They're waiting for taxes, which they didn't put pressure on for, for businesses to pay during the pandemic period, which is the right thing to do. But now, you know, obviously they're putting the heat on of businesses paying that those taxes back. I personally think at the end of 2024 or the beginning of 2025, we'll probably start seeing the adjustment of the washout flow through and businesses will have that time to correct their labour forces, change their pricing mechanisms, see the demand go back to sort of normal rather than these spikes and get back to their, their normal cash flow um, projections. So I think at the end of this year, Possibly the beginning of next year, we'll, we'll see uh, normal levels again. Is this good or bad for national credit insurance? I'm trying to decide. I mean, it's kind of good because people are probably thinking about the need to have a safety net there as a business. Not so good if people aren't paying back. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for us, uh, obviously the concern when the pandemic hit was that there was going to be a lot of uh, businesses go broke and then what would the insurance market actually do and react to that but it's been extremely stable obviously we didn't see the masses of levels of insolvencies and yes you're right people are thinking about protecting themselves more and more in europe this this product is is used a lot uh, in australia it's still very um you know it's an emerging product still but it's good for us in the way that people are thinking about protecting one of their largest assets being their debtors ledger 
but also it is a great tool for growth as well. So if people are looking to deal uh, with more customers or look at new zones or new products, they can use this as getting more credit enabled to expand their businesses. So it can work both ways, both as a protection mechanism and to grow their business. Kirk, I've understood everything you've said until that very last bit. To grow their businesses, is this because their debtors are insured, so their lenders look at that and say, hey, they're going to get guaranteed to get X in the dollar or the dollar or whatever it is, therefore we'll lend them more money. Is that kind of how that works? Absolutely, Sean. You're spot on. So you did understand very well. And I did understand. People can can use their debtor's ledger as a securitization tool and go to their banks and say, hey, you become a a secured party to our debtor's ledger. It's insured. Um, If something goes wrong, we'll get 90% of what we're owed back. And uh, you can be a beneficiary of that. And that makes their funders happier. I just, you mentioned that it's bigger in Europe than Australia. Now, I've never really run a business that had invoices coming in like that. So I'm totally out of my realm of experience here, Kirk. In Europe, though, is it more about growing the business or is it just like the, the European economy generally has been a lot tougher than Australia or the US for years, probably fair to say? I probably have to go back to historical times here. So credit insurance established itself through trade, uh, export trade, international trade. And because businesses didn't know who they might be trading with or weren't so sure about who they were trading with in other countries, they'd buy this credit insurance for protection. So it was a a very European-type product. And it came into Australia, it's growing, and now um, many businesses, whether it's SMEs or multinationals, use trade credit insurance as a protection tool for domestic trade. Very interesting. Kirk, thank you very much for talking to Fear and Greed. My pleasure. Thanks, Sean. That was Kirk Cheeseman, Group Managing Director at NCI. That's National Credit Insurance. This is the Fear and Greed Business Interview. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's best business podcast. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your day.